0: Hey, in our desire to shake things up a little bit, we decided to try something different uh, t- today. I have invited Mark to join me up here on stage, and and what we're going to do is we're going to kind of talk together about this incredible God that we have, especially in the midst of this and everything that we are are going through. Um, now, you don't know this, but Mark, Mark, we have been friends for, gosh, how long?
1: Well, you married Kathy and I in 1990.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think
1: we were friends then.
0: Yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah, at that <laughs> point in time. And we have—you've been serving. We've been serving together, doing this thing for how long? Oh,
1: well, this this year yeah. uh, is twenty-five years.
0: Good. Good. So basically, I was twelve years old when you started. Wasn't that the way it was? Uh
1: you were ten. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's good. I was okay. five.
0: Okay. Um, Mark and I actually we, we we ride every every Thursday and it early in the morning and it gives us just a great chance to connect and and in fact. I asked Mark to. We took a picture of <laughs> us writing today, and so here it is. You can look at it. In case you're having trouble uh, determining who's who, I'm the I'm the better looking one of this whole thing. So mm-hmm. just just take a look at that. <coughs> um, <laughs> hey, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna be dialoguing a little bit uh, th- through this. Um, this is not rehearsed. We have not rehearsed this whatsoever. Nope. Um, and and I, <laughs> I was thinking today this format could really bomb. Oh, it could. Yeah. And next week, everyone could be tuning into the Buddhist channel. So um, who knows? Who knows <laughs> what we're going <laughs> to They may have <laughs> us go ahead. over to that they channel. They may have us switch over to yeah. that. Let's pray. Okay, can mm-hmm. we pray? So God, thanks for Mark being here, and thank you for the time. Um, Lord, use these moments to honor and give glory to you and give us the right thoughts, words to share. And uh, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You, thank you now I was thinking about um, um, the other day what people call us or call you not not behind your back um, I'm sure oh. there are certain things that call you behind your back um, like they call you dr. Heath yeah you know and to call you dr. Mark you know and a lot of people in sure. town will call you right. dr. Mark right. and um, or or Mark mm-hmm. um, I think Kathy calls you what is it schmootsie pie or something like that uh, dollface like stuff. Doll Okay. Yeah. Face. okay. Yeah. Good. Good. It's nice. Nice, yeah. nice on that one. I don't know what it means, but yeah, yeah. For 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 me, you know, it, it depends on the circumstance. Right. Um, it depends on the situation. You know, if I'm crossing the street and somebody doesn't want me to cross, it, they'll say, "Hey, you," you know, "Hey, you." Hmm. Or or um, I had a, a woman call me today. it was like, "Hey, Mister," you know, "Mister." I was I was Mister Richardson, and and then it kind of gets down to some people might call me Reverend. You know, Reverend. Richardson or or the church family, many people in the church family call me Pastor Paul. You call me Paul. You know, you, that's what you call me, Paul. Um, my, my, my nieces and nephews call me Uncle Paul. Right. You know, there it is. And it gets kind of a little bit more familiar. And and then there's uh, three people in the world that call me Dad. You know, Dad. Yeah. And, and, and what I was thinking is, um, what you call someone kind of reveals and shows the depth of the relationship. Have you noticed that?
1: Oh, yeah. It defines it. It really does. Yeah. It, it's the starting point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the terms you use, the terminology we use, you know, it, it, it really defines the, the relationship. And and, and I, w- I was thinking, um, how does that work with us and God? You know, how does that work with us and God and you know, what we, we we call God? And, and what I want to do uh, today just kind of back and forth on this one, is, is really talk about a few terms that um, um, the Bible uses when somebody would talk to God or say something about God, like, you know, you are, you are this. And it reveals, honestly, the depth of the relationship that that person has um, with God. And, and it can reveal, I think, a ton about our hearts, you know, towards right. God. Yeah. You know, on this one. Um, I'm, I'm going to start with, uh, remember the story of Hagar? Know, sure yeah. um, what do you know about Hagar this will put you on the spot on this one Wow.
1: well it's a great story um, and uh, there's certainly a lot of brokenness in that story I guess Hagar was a, a, a servant to Sarai and Sarah and uh, and uh, she was Egyptian an Egyptian servant and she probably this the circumstances were such that well I don't know how much you're gonna talk about her but yeah um, she was obedient, yeah. um, and she did what she was asked.
0: Yeah, yeah. She she actually basically, she got caught in the crossfire. Yeah. Between between Abraham and Sarah, just you know they're they're having this big argument back and forth about having a kid and all this kind of stuff. And, and anyway, um she becomes pregnant. Yeah. And gets gets booted out. You know. I was thinking no furlough, you know, no stimulus money. You know, she's just gone. I mean, she's out. Right. They said leave and so here you have a, a homeless pregnant single woman you know right it's wandering and and she's wandering in in the desert and it says she came to kind of a crossroads where there was a, a, you know kind of nothing there and she just stopped she stopped there mm. and I kind of picture it the crossroads between Bakersfield and Fresno I mean Ugh. there's nothing there yeah nothing that's, there. Da- that's bad and um um God finds her God mm. finds her in the middle of nowhere and um, she has pretty much given up at that point in time. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's moving just the, the, the terminology. God makes all these promises to her and, and says, I'm going to take, take care of you. And, and, and kind of the first you are is, is what she says. She says, you are a God who sees me. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah.
0: I mean, you're a God who sees me. You know, guys, you see It's
1: very intimate. And
0: I thought, I thought, wow, you know, what a, what a great phrase yeah. to be able to say. You know, even in, in these, in these, in these crazy times. I mean, I mean, there is, there's things that are just going on bigger, you know, than, than she could ever imagine. Um, you know, with Abraham's hair, you know, the covenants, all these stuffs going on. But but she's her right there in that place, right, in the middle of nowhere. You're a God who sees.
1: I wonder how she felt. Yeah, I I know. Right? I mean, how transformative. Talk about transforming, you know.
0: Okay, so you're you're going through your day, your day. Right. You pause. What does that do to you? And you could say, he's a God who not just sees, sees me.
1: Yeah. That's a good, I love the way you phrase that, not just sees, right, but sees me. <sighs> Who am I, that yeah. he would yeah. have the, that he would want to pay attention to me, yeah. um, that he would look at me and with love yeah and compassion yeah. Um, that he would take that kind of time and the attention placed on somebody like me yeah. Yeah. it's very uh, it's very humbling
0: yeah: yeah Al said, you said know, when I read this like, okay, I'm done, you know I'm do- I, d- I have <laughs> nothing else to talk about. He's right. God who sees, he sees me, he sees me, he sees us. Well, it goes on, it's going to go on. Um, um, the Bible never stops there because God continually reveals himself. And um, Psalm 86, 5, you are good, O Lord. There it is, you are good, O Lord, abounding yeah. in love to all who call to you. And and, and, I, and I have found really the biggest struggle with God is that people have, you know, how can God be good when things are going so what, so bad, yeah. so bad? And, you know, you start you start thinking through what we've experienced, and I, I immediately thought of um, my niece as a high school senior. Ah, these kids are just going through a, a a really rough time. I mean, yeah. And and you know, college kids they were in their in their dorm with their friends, you know, and and now they have to be <laughs> home with their parents, you know, and 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 now they have to instead of being live with their instructors, they're Having to watch it online, which is about as boring as watching a sermon. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: good heavens. Yeah. Yeah. Good
0: night. <laughs> so, um, but but anyway, my my niece is a senior in high school. No prom. No graduation. <laughs> no spring sport. I mean, it's it's, it's just it's just that year is whole shot that year's shot it, and then um, uh, I started thinking. Situations, bad situations. There's enough of them lined up. Boom, 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 boom. Can, can almost make us the point where we're saying, okay, God, where are you? And I think of John the Baptist, you know, in prison.
1: Yeah, right. You um, had that the, question,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. what was his question? Are, are you the one, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, things aren't playing out the way I thought they were going to play out, so I need a little clarity here, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And and, 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 and I, don't, I don't know about you. How do you handle good God in bad situations? Oh, like, man. Good God, bad situations.
1: <laughs> well, that's a question that as Christians, we. Are asked that a lot, you know, how can that how can that be? Right? Yeah. How could a good God allow things to happen? And you know, it's not a it's uh, the response to that. Um, I mean, it's really tough because I think it ultimately comes down to an issue of trust and faith. That that um, the more I know God, the more I can trust Him, and I know His, I know His ways. I know how much He loves me. Yeah. I, I know that His ways are different than my ways, and so if I look at a situation through my eyes it, it's gonna look different and and I have to trust that God's ways are actually better than my ways right yeah. and so I really need to um, I need to allow God t- to build that faith in me so that I can understand that that he is he's he's a creator and he's creating e- even in this moment even yeah. in this in this brokenness of this bad thing that's happening he is at work and his plan is absolutely perfect. Yeah. But it may be different than what I think. And I, I really find for me that brings me tremendous peace. And that yeah. I can actually be okay in a bad situation knowing that the best is yet to come.
0: You know, it's one of the things I love that. And one of the things for me I, I, I just think, does God have to, to um, earn my trust? And I think of and mm. we're taking the Lord's Supper just a moment. And oh. uh, Yeah. It's like nope, he no. doesn't. Hmm. Jesus died. You know, he does not have to earn my trust no. anymore. You know, it's, it's like you gave your life for me. That's
1: right. Yeah. You're good.
0: You're good. You know, <laughs> you're, you're 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 good with this. Psalm thirteen five. Um, um thirteen. Psalm thirteen. It starts out with a great, great. You know, um, uh, It says, "How long will I be forgotten by you?" Wow. Forever. Yeah. You know, forever. You know, forever. And and that's the feeling of the moment we have. You know, right. and it's like. You know, five more weeks of coronavirus shut down or whatever. You know, how long will I be forgotten, you know? But but it, it turns completely all around in the end where he says, but I trust in your unfailing love. Mm-hmm. My heart rejoices in your salvation. You know, and we can pull Jesus in on that one. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been, And there's a word, good. Wow. Good to me. Mm. Um, the next one is uh, Psalm 2219.
1: I, I just want to, if I could just interject something here. No. I just, I love.
0: No, I have. I, no. oh, oh. I have 19 more. So go ahead. P-
1: press pause. But I'm just, I love the way David is, is, so, is so real and so honest. And, and he, 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 he laments before the Lord, right? I mean, he, he brings his doubts, his concerns, his frustrations. But I love that he settles on the goodness of God. You know, so it's not like we deny or that we just blow by the pain and yeah. the, 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 the discouragement. We don't, we don't just kind of just quickly go by that. Yeah. We, we allow it to become part. It's part of us. Yeah. And so I just, I love the way David works through it. He processes yeah. through it. And, and we can learn from that, right? Yeah. That it's yeah. okay to, 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 yeah. to question and to, to struggle and to wrestle with God in a sense, right? But he, I love the fact that he settles on the goodness of God. That's, that's a great passage.
0: With Jesus, i, I got to settle there. I, you know, it, of course, it, it, like, right? It put the period on it. It's, it's done. It's wow. over. Can I go on?
1: Well, there was one other thought I had.
0: <laughs> next one. <laughs> okay, next one. Um, Psalm 2219, uh, you know, you are my strength. You know, wow. my Strength. and Yeah. And, and, and I, I remember when I was in high school, um, me and a couple of friends, we wanted to get into the lifting weights thing, you know, and, and um, um, we, we would do this thing called burnout, you know, and you s- start with a bar, and you do as many as you could with a bar, mm-hmm. and you add, you know, 10 pounds on each side, you do as many as you could with that. And you would build up, you know, you'd build up to, you know, maybe 400, 500, 600 pounds, rate, at yeah. Least, yeah. At least. And, and then you'd work it back down again, and you'd end up with a bar with a bar, this 20-pound bar, (laughs) and you would go at it as hard as you can, as long as you can. And at first you do it, and it's like like throwing up a feather, you know, throwing up a a feather. And you think, this is stupid. I'm going to be able to do, you know, a thousand of these. And then at about 12, it hits, you know, 13. And all of a sudden, this bar that weighed nothing is Mm. just, I I can't do it anymore. Mm, I can't, I can't. And, 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 and I, you know, when I was thinking about God is, is, is my strength today. Um, um, oh, and then, and then we'd drive home. Oh, by the way, we'd drive home, and this is Southern California, so the windows would roll down. And we'd actually put our, our, our arms out the window to show how beefy and buff we are. Of course, of course, yeah. Realizing, however, that a kindergartner could have beat us up, you know, because we had <laughs> no strength left. And, and how much that parallels sometimes our own thinking that we have strength, you know, mm-hmm. that, that we have the strength. And and um, when we're burned out, and we might try and show and reveal we have strength, we don't. You know, mm. we 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 do, we don't. And yeah. all of a sudden, through the midst of the stuff that we've been going through and the stresses wow. and the tensions yeah. at home, um, we're beat. And 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 so David said, "You're my strength," and we need that. There's a great there's a great passage in. Um, Jeremiah, it's a a great concept. Um, It says, Jeremiah 12.5, it says, if you have raced with men on foot, this is God asking us a question, we as mortals, you know, if you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? Hmm. And and you you think that that imagery is like, I am tired with just simply the, the race of life. And God said, now you don't understand. You're beat just simply by the the normal of life. You know, racing with men on foot. You're just tired of that. When when things get really hard, how in the world are you going to compete the horses?
1: Well, it kind of exposes us, doesn't it? It, does. it exposes the weakness.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- and that's why you know Paul would say, "My power is perfected in weakness." You yeah. know, power is perfected because when I'm weak, I'm strong because I now have to depend upon. God who's spotting me and lifting the bar off me when I when I got nothing else. Let me move on. Mm -hmm. We've seen God. God sees he's a God who sees me. He's a God who who is good. He's a God who's my strength. And and then and then there's the other one. And then Jesus helps us with this one. Pray then in this way. um, Our father who is in heaven or we could say my father who is in heaven. I said um only a few people can call me dad. Um, in mm-hmm. fact only 3 3. <laughs> and um you know in in my life I, I love being a husband to my wife Lisa. I love being a pastor. I love I love that that title. Right. Um I love dad. Hmm. I love it and when when one of my children calls now or and they say, Dad, you know, or hey, Dad. Yeah, it gets my full attention. Because they're my kids, mm. you know, they're, they're my kids. There is now relationship there. No one else, only three can call me Dad, only three. Right. And there is that relationship that is there. And so I'll, I'll go back to and I've shared with the church family before. First John three says, um, behold or see what great love the father has lavished on us hmm. that we should be called the what the children of god children of god wow and 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 john is just he's just amazed and his guy's about 90 years old you know he's still amazed that he's been called the children of god because because in the original language he almost says it in a in a in a whisper and so we are you know or that is what we are. He still can't believe wow. the fact that he's a child of God. You know, he's a child of God. And so, what a great term. I mean, what a great term. You have the privilege of connecting with wow. God as a kid because of, 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 of Jesus. Um, hey, l- let's, let's look at the, at the last one. Um, you are my God. Um, I love this one. You know, you are my God. What does it say to you?
1: Oh man. Um, well there certainly is a sense of intimacy. Um, but it also to me, um, there's a choice there's a choice that that is made that I have made um, like in receiving God as, as my God um, because many don't. You know, for many, he, they perhaps believe that there is a God. Yeah. Uh, but but the, the, the my really implies, completely takes it into a relationship. And again, a very, very intimate relationship. Yeah. And a choice, you know, I want, Jesus, I want you to be my God.
0: Right. You know, I, I was thinking um, there has to become, particularly for people that grew up in church or around church environment, there has to be a movement away—not f- away from, but a growth from my dad's God, my mom's God, my family's oh, God yeah. to my God. You know, my 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 God, and that's part of that personal choice that we have to make. Even my chiropractor's God, y- you know, yeah, or or even the, the 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 God that that I heard growing up as a kid to to my God. He's mm-hmm. my 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 God, and and I, and I and I love. The fact that, you know, at some point in time, everyone has to go to that point to say, is he your, you know, is he, is he your, your God, your God, the personal part of, of Mm. that. He, he's, he's, he's my God. And so, you know, we, we find ourselves just with these great, very deep personal statements that, that, you know, know, coronavirus or no coronavirus or shelter in place or no shelter in place. It's irrelevant, life. really. It's it's yeah. like it's life, life, and that gives us the opportunity to move that and and kind of in the whole uh, uh, attitude of of you know my God, our God, how He becomes my God. I want to talk about that for a second. I'm gonna let Mark kind of skedaddle mm-hmm. off. to He has to get ready for the next song and for uh, the Lord's Supper. But but as as we begin to even prepare ourselves for the Lord's Supper and, and all that entails and and what it means, really, uh, we are going to take. Uh, uh, communion, the Lord's Supper, and, and this is really what boy personalizes God for us. Not the taking of the elements, but what they symbolize and what they mean. Um, he's a God who, who sees you. He sees me. He sees me in all my sin, in all my struggles, in all my challenges, in all my faults, in all my failures. Um, he's a God who's good. He's good to me. And he's done something about the stupid stuff that I've done in my life. And in his strength, he has said, I'm going to have a relationship with you. I want to become your father. um, And you can become my child. And so God sees my sin. um, God does something about it. And he's strong in his work. And he sent his son, Jesus Christ, for us, and what the elements that you're going to be taking represent, and, and I hope you have them at home al- already. Um, you have a piece of bread or toast or, or whatever in a little cup. The bread symbolizes God doing something about my sin, your sin. He came down and took on flesh and blood, and that's why Jesus said, This is my body. This is my body, which is going to be given for you. And the given for you is what the cup represents. It represents what Jesus would say is, this is my blood will be poured out for you. And and what he says to us is when you take this, remember, remember me. And that's what we're going to be doing is we're going to be remembering Jesus in just a moment. And I'm going to invite you just begin to prepare your heart for the Lord's Supper. And I'm going to invite you to pray with me, right where you are, if if you would, please. Would you bow with me, please? God, you are a God who sees. Um, You see everything about us, our weaknesses, our frailties. You're a God who's strong. You're a God who can walk with us through our challenges of life. And God, you are a God also who did something about the wrong in our life, the sin in our life. You sent your son, Jesus, for us. Right now, wherever you are in your room, in your car, in your living room, maybe in your garage working out, it it doesn't matter. Would you if you have never, ever been able to say, he's my God, my God through Jesus, Would you consider doing that today? This kind of God that has so much love for you. Would you say, Jesus, best as I understand, right now, today, where I am, I accept you as my Savior so that I might become pure and right before God based on what you have done. Now, thank you. Jesus, for what you've done for me. Amen. Mark and the worship team are going to be doing a a terrific song, and then they're going to pause, and we're going to be taking the Lord's Supper together.